welcome back to another episode of the Around the Block podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Ryan Goodenson, alongside Matt Grisano and Will Gerber. Caden Gaylord is still not with us. He's ditched on us two weeks in a row now, um, <laughs> but it's fall break here at Western, so we can't blame him too much. But guys, how are you guys doing this week? Doing good. Doing good. It's been a It's been a good week. A lot going on, so... A lot of football to talk about, that's for sure. Uh, in case you guys didn't hear about it last week or, or didn't watch the show, go watch or go listen to that. Um, we did do a mock draft uh, last week. It was pretty fun. Um, so go check that out. And we did make a Twitter. In case you didn't hear about that, it's at pod ATB underscore. It's very complicated, I know, but it's the <laughs> best one we could find. Um, so, again, that's at pod ATB around the block um, underscore. Um, guys, let's hop right into college football. Um, interesting games last week. Way more interesting than, than the previous week. Um, Bama lost. <laughs> we, we've we been talking about Bama as being this powerhouse. Them and Georgia are so far above everybody else. Uh, and they went into Texas A&M and lost on the road 41-38 to in a weird game for Alabama. Uh, what do you see out of that? Oh, yeah, I thought, well, going into the year, I was thinking when they played uh, – I was like, that could be a game Alabama could lose. I thought when A&M had their quarterback. But when A&M, when he got hurt, and then they lost Mississippi State and barely beat Colorado, like they, I thought, well, they're going to blow them out. That was the game I thought they might lose, but not now. And then they did. So. Yeah, and it was interesting to see that Alabama's defense is the one that kind of, especially to a backup QB who it almost feels like, it almost feels like Alabama like overlooked A&M at this point because – you know, you're, you're working on a backup QB, and, you know, it, it just didn't feel like it was the same Alabama team that we've seen the last few weeks. Yeah, no, especially when they – I think they got really up for Ole Miss. They kept hearing they're going to get upset, and they yeah. came out and just, you know, blew the doors off of them. And they might have, yeah, taken their foot off the gas a little bit. But that is uncharacteristic for a saving team to lose to an unranked school. Like, I don't – I can't remember the last time. Yeah, not, not only unranked, but Saban finally lost to an assistant coach. It's yeah. funny that Jimbo Fisher is the one he lost yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, out of all people. <laughs> I mean, I always thought it was going to be Kirby Smart because he's this, you know, well-dressed yeah, looking. Yeah. And Jimbo Fisher's kind of, you know, ah, whatever. But yeah, no. and Especially with teams, too. I mean, nobody expects A&M to come in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was – out of all – we talked about it two weeks ago. We kind of brought up the whole – if there's an assistant coach to beat them, who would it be? And we named off Lane Kiffin, Kirby Smart, yeah. everybody except for Jimbo, <laughs> Jimbo well, I didn't Fisher. Even know that he was an assistant. I mean, yeah, it, it had seems to right. The whole it was LSU, LSU, LSU yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was a long so, time ago. But and then Jimbo went on to to destroy Florida State, and yeah. Well, I guess he did all right there. He won a title. Yeah, and then he he just left them a lot worse than he found them. But that's all right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was a good win for A and M. Yeah. But what does that mean for Alabama now? I think it's not – you don't panic. Like, do I think Alabama is hurting and they're going to be dropping a bunch of games? No. I do think it's kind of an outlier. They're still Alabama. I'd still pick them to win probably every game they play. But it is kind of like they're definitely vulnerable. Yeah, does that does this game kind of show you, if you're Georgia, the way to beat them? Because clearly it doesn't take a great QB to beat this team. That's um, great news for Georgia. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is the flaw of Georgia's team. So – if you're Georgia, you're thinking we can hold them under 28 points and all we need is JT Daniels or um, Stinson. Stetson Bennett to play decent at that point and hope you get a run game going. But there is a blueprint to beat this Alabama team. And for Georgia, that's that's all they need. Yeah. I think it takes a little stress off of Alabama. I know I know their, the expectation for them is to win out every year, not yeah. lose. And you get that one loss, and it helps a little. We'll see what happens. But Yeah, it might get that out of the way because, you know, mm. it doesn't really happen in college football, especially with Alabama, but you see it all the time in basketball. If You know, a Kentucky Wildcat team that went 38-0, yeah. you, you kind of wish they would have lost, if you're, if you're yeah. a Kentucky fan, a little earlier mm-hmm. because get that loss out of the way, and then you go on and, and – Yeah, they were the best team by far that year. Yeah, it, wasn't, it close. wasn't even close, and you lose to a Wisconsin team that had two players. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just – It's not that odd. I mean, for college football – Clemson went 15 and 0 first, but then LSU did it, and then Alabama did it last year. But before that, nobody ever done it. Right. So it's not like you know you you don't go 15 and 0, you can't win the national championship. Like yeah. most of the time, it has been you've lost, but you still won the title. Right. And it's you know, Alabama what was a 19 game winning streak in a row, which is the longest in, in college football this year, obviously, but it's one of the longest in a it while. It was the longest active, I think. Yeah. At so the time, at least, yeah. Um, obviously, 
a big win for A&M. It doesn't really do anything for them other than saying, hey, we beat Alabama, and yeah. nobody else has. Yeah. Um, but Gives them a little street cred over Texas for at least a week. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see it, and we'll talk about Texas later. But um, Iowa, the big Big 12, Big 12, Big 10 matchup <laughs> that we were all anticipating. It was a close game, mm-hmm. uh, but wasn't as exciting as one would have hoped. Uh, unless you love defense. Yeah, that's just Big Ten football to me. I think Big Ten football is very slow. Yeah. And it's very uh, – I mean, there were three picks thrown in the first half by Penn State, and yeah. two of them were by Clifford, who unfortunately I believe he tore his ACL in that mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Um, and Iowa's safety, I believe, also had a severe injury. I don't know what it was, but he went down in the first half, and I think he leads the nation in interceptions this year. Oh, so yeah. he is – uh, it's a big loss for Iowa. Not that we're expecting after this game either Big Ten team to kind of. Yeah, that's what I think. The standard for this game is what are what is the the question? Is it do I think Iowa can go win the Big Ten? Do I think Penn State can win the Big Ten? Yes, I think both of them are good enough to win. Do I think either one of them could win the national championship? No. Uh, yeah, absolutely so not. I and that's the problem is you don't because you get to that Big Ten championship and obviously you're looking at. Possibly Iowa because one they're undefeated and they're on an easier side in the yeah. West. <laughs> Much easier. But yeah. then you look at the East and you're like, well, you got Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. It's a mix. I yeah. mean, who's going to make you it can out even of there? Throw Michigan State yeah, in Michigan there. State's yeah, good. and and whoever comes out of that side, honestly, I think it give Iowa a run for the money. And yeah. definitely, you know, if if say Penn State gets a second shot, I think Penn State could win. Right. The problem is obviously. With Penn State, their quarterback's out for the year. But any other team, like, it and just feels like it's up in Michigan the air. Michigan State, right. Michigan, and Ohio State. Right. So there's going to be a lot of fluctuating on that east side, and we'll see. If, if Ohio State wins out, then, you know. Yeah, I think Ohio State's the only team that has the talent level and the athleticism to compete with a Southern school. Yeah. If where they were to play them. So in the experience. For, yeah. They are a little – da- like, they just don't look Yeah, the they same. are down. They don't play defense, and they're a little – I mean, off. so we – little disclaimer this week, but – yeah, the next few weeks will be the big test for them. A little disclaimer here. We go to a school, it's Western Kentucky, who has the leading um, passer in the nation yards per game in Bailey Zappi with some average wide receivers. You're looking at Ohio State. You've got a top quarterback in C.J. Stroud. I know the competition's way yeah. different. But the, the first five games, they're about the same. And they have two first-round pick receivers and then a lot of Garrett Wilson. Yeah, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, so, so. You look, like, this team just doesn't feel like as the explosive Ohio State that we're used to seeing. Yeah. Um, and whether that's because, you know, there's no Justin Fields there or, you know, Ryan Day is not as the coach we thought he was or whatever it is, um, it just doesn't feel like the dominant Ohio State that I'm used to putting in the national yeah. playoff every year. Yeah. Uh, so that should be interesting to how Big Ten will unfold. We'll obviously get to that. A little later. Now, here's the big one, and I'm, we're going to spend a long time on this because <laughs> this could go multiple. There's different storylines for this game um, all over. Oklahoma comes back to beat Texas 55-48. to yeah. Texas looked like they were back in the first half. Mm-hmm. They were steamrolling. They were, I think they were up 28 at one point. Yeah, they were. And uh, obviously, you know, Oklahoma comes in. You get a, a nice – they started switching out QBs about the second quarter. Mm-hmm. But they didn't keep it that way. So, Caleb Williams comes in, gets a 66-yard touchdown run, and then Rattler goes back out for the next drive. Then at halftime, they make the switch. Rattler doesn't come out. I believe it was the second half. Maybe it was the end of the first. But And then Caleb Williams just leads Oklahoma. And it just looks like that team rallies around him so much better. And so I don't know if it's the character of Spencer Rattler it's or a, it's got to be a locker room. Thing. Well, I saw, yeah, uh, these guys don't. Well, after they won Rattler. the game, Rattler just left. He didn't celebrate on the field. He just walked to the locker room, and that's which the, is kind of that's little... the point that I'm trying to make is that Rattler is in it for himself. This yeah. is him. He wanted this year to be everybody. Look at me. I'm going to be the number one pick. I'm going to be the Heisman. And individuals do don't win Heisman trophies. Individuals don't win national championships. And you they have definitely, to do that with yeah. a team. And honestly, individuals don't get drafted. That like yeah you. Alabama receivers would never get drafted if somebody like Tua wasn't throwing mm-hmm. the ball at Alabama, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it just – And every draft board from here on from him, it's going to be like his arm, he's athletic, but, attitude. you know, this guy don't – you know, he's yeah. got an attitude problem. So you're always going to deal with Character that. Character issues. For like, the rest of his – you know, at least for the next three years until he can change the narrative, it's going to be, well, his attitude is – well, and that's what I want to talk about is changing the narrative and how are you going to do that. And I think now that you are basically going to get benched because yeah. Oklahoma – I heard he's working exclusively second team in practice. Was which, is, that came out. which is good for his mindset. He got benched last year, came back yeah. better. Didn't 
carry over to this season. Right. Him getting benched again, and he won't. Not, he will not get an Oklahoma starting job back Mm-mm. because Caleb Williams is there to stay. He's a yeah. freshman. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. going to be the the four year, three year starter, whatever yeah. it is, however long he stays. So the problem is Oklahoma's at four now. Now there's a chance Oklahoma wins out because yeah. now you have a quarterback that guys are rallying around. You have better chemistry, it looks like, and it just feels and like you're this in the team. Big 12. Yeah, and it feels like this team just cares more. Yeah. So. Now you're looking at Oklahoma who could possibly make a, a title run. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's Oklahoma. They're, they're not going to win the title. Slip up. But a playoff a, run. A playoff run. And in your mind, you're like, well, I, I just got benched for a guy that's going to make a playoff run. And when, with me, Spencer Rattler would have lost that game yeah. if, if yep. he played the rest they of the game. They weren't winning. No. So if you're Spencer Rattler, where do you go? Because you cannot go to the draft after this. You no. just got benched for yeah. a freshman who came in and played 10 yeah. times better than I you did. I don't think the last thing you put on tape is that you can't do that to go to the draft because you'll be such a late-round pick and it'll be a mess. That'd be like Brady retiring after he threw a pick six as his last pass of his career <laughs> when the Patriots lost yeah. to the Titans. Like, that, you cannot end that way. So yeah. he wins the, goes to the Bucks and he rewrites history. If you're Spencer Rattler, you have to try to do that. You have to go to – what I would say a smaller school than Oklahoma. Do what Jalen I mean, Hurts did. Well, Jalen Hurts. I mean, that, that see, is kind just of a, a fair different comparison because Alabama's. I mean, Oklahoma's not the level Alabama is. But. Yeah. So if you're Oklahoma, then you go to say you don't have to go out of a Power Five school. Oh, like I think Oklahoma he can still get State plenty of Kansas State, something. Some team that needs a quarterback. That I mean, I think he could go to a big school for sure. I mean, USC. I think he could get some big because think the Caleb yeah, Williams the, guy was the number one quarterback. So yeah, it's not like he lost out to a to a smo. Like yeah. this is a real dude. Yes, but the only reason he lost out, not because he just played bad. It's because I I do think it's because of the character. I don't. That is true. I don't. If you watch any of um, QB one, yeah. you realize that this guy is just he's not a a guy that a locker room will get behind. But, so, but I think a lot of these schools, which, you can, the coaches will probably say, I mean, if you're Georgia and you're like, do I want to roll with Stinson next year? Or I could go get Radler. Yeah, that, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a question. Some big schools, because I think they'd be like, if I don't have a qu- quarterback I really like, and I think I got a national championship team. But then, you're, if you're Rattler, you're like, well, this could easily happen again because if I take that starting job and I, f- they figure out, either I can't play or, you know, like the character issues are coming back up, then you're easily going to get benched again, and you no longer, you go from having the number one pick solidified, locked in, in most people's eyes, to, I'm not even going to get drafted. Yeah, I don't think it's ever happened. I wonder how bad his character really is because Oklahoma to me has always been their quarterbacks have always been arrogant. Jalen Hurst was probably the first guy there that was like, you know, he wasn't waving his arms around going nuts if he made some crazy play. He was going down the field and trying to keep up with the tempo. And for Rattler to get benched there multiple times, especially with I want to know how bad it is. That must be really well because you see, you like we don't know here what the what the actual character of. Spencer Rattler is. What we do know is body language. And body language tells a lot on the field, like when you don't celebrate when your team, who came back from 28 points in a game. Against your biggest rival. Against your biggest <laughs> rival in a Red River showdown against a ranked team. This is a ranked Texas team who is a good team, by the way. Yeah, I actually want to just, when you said a good team, Texas, they are, like, if you said Texas lost to Oklahoma by, what is this, 7? 55-48, yeah. So if you like didn't know what the scores, you're like, you're oh, Texas played well. Like, good job, Texas. It only looks bad, and people are crapping on Texas was because they, they were up. So they much. were up yeah. by yeah. so much. But literally, like Texas, Oklahoma has better players than Texas. They should have beat Texas. They do. They and, have better. And, they've recruited better. They, that, Texas got a brand new head coach. Like they're supposed to be. And Texas. Sarkeesian loves. He he kind of coaches like the NFL, yeah. where he he likes a matchup and he tries to exploit it. But I think Sark is the right guy because I think I mean. Tech, Oklahoma should have won the game, and Texas was right there with them the whole time. Yeah, and and really, well, Texas should have won the game, but going into the game, going into the game, Oklahoma yeah, how it was a favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Texas has good. I mean, they have good pieces. They still have Robinson coming back yeah. next year. I think they're their quarterback, the their quarterbacks good. coming back next yeah. year. They still have that freshman wide receiver yeah. who came out of nowhere mm-hmm. and yeah. played amazing in this game. So. Texas is on the right track now. Yeah. In a few years, it'll kind of I think relapse they, when they go to the with, SEC. I think they have been. It's just a matter of the chemistry with the right coach. Ellinger was a fantastic quarterback. He was. I mean, he – but he was on a team that – And I thought back then that, you know, Texas was going to be bad yeah. because they, you know, they had a good defense and Caden Stearns was playing great. Yep. They – their quarterback situation seemed to be figured out. It just didn't feel like everything fit together. Yeah, they're going to slide back when they start in the SEC. I think both of but them But I will, think within, uh, within two years, Texas will be rolling. Because Texas A&M out-recruits Texas now because of the SEC. They, yep. 
Yeah. When Texas gets in the SEC, their recruiting class is still the big brother. Well, yeah, yeah, because the reason the reason everybody keeps wondering, like, why did how did Texas get in? They've underperformed so. It's because they lose recruits to the SEC. Yeah. Nobody wants to go play for a Big 12 team if you're playing on defense because you just get torched the entire time. So if you're a defensive player, nobody's going to go to Texas. You're going to go to an SEC school where Alabama has 15 yeah. guys get drafted And you're every on year. TV. Like, I mean, Texas, you, we watch Texas-Oklahoma. That's the big nationally televised game. Yeah. But in the SEC, when Texas plays Alabama, that's going to be tel- nationally televised. When they play Georgia, that's going to be nationally Auburn. televised. You know, Auburn, yeah, or Oklahoma when they still add them because they still are with them. Yeah. So they've just added like three or four nationally televised games that and they me, wouldn't have in the Big 12. Me and Will were kind of talking about it earlier before the show started. Kind of, you know, this is way down the line, obviously. This doesn't happen until 2026? 2025, but there's would, a I chance that it, it ta- happens I would sooner. doubt it takes that long. 20, I would you know, say so in like 24, 25, we'll They'll say. They'll probably speed it up, I would So think. two or three years, yeah. which means that gives Texas enough time to at least get one Big 12 championship before they get out of there. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> it feels like it hasn't been that it's in a long time. But, like, we're kind of – me and Will were talking about how the shape of the SEC is going to be. It's like, do you move Alabama to the east and throw Auburn over there with them? Or do you keep Texas and Oklahoma on the same side? How do you how do you go about moving these teams? Because there's going to be a lot in there. Or who I, gets out? Does Vanderbilt get kicked out of the SEC like they should? <laughs> I think I don't. I don't think they can kick anybody out. I, I know they I, should just leave. I, yeah, it w- yeah, that would be. But I think I don't think they will do it. I would like them to just random, you know, just play your conference games and you just take the best two teams. Do what the ACC did last year. Yeah, last year the ACC had no division. I think that'd be the easiest. The only but, issue with that is schedule. Because Texas has to go yeah. in the West. Oklahoma has to go in the West. I I know that people that run the SEC want Texas and Alabama. To be have a possibility to be an SEC championship game for that draw, I, they're not going to want to yeah. put them both in the West just for the money wise. You're going to want the opportunity for them to play. Yeah, but the problem is, is that there's so many teams in the SEC now with those two getting added that you can't. Most of your games going to be SEC if you do a no. Yeah, I think they'll do one no conference. I think they'll do two. No, uh, they'll have to division. go to nine conference games. I think they only do. It's it's time to pull the trigger and do what everyone. Well, else for the is SEC, doing. that makes sense because now you're playing better competition every week. Yes. So there's no more. Alabama gets, you know, yeah, Clemson won't Citadel. play Georgia anymore. Or Kentucky gets New Mexico State and Chattanooga. Yeah, and, but I think, I mean, you are going to miss out on, like, Georgia's not ever going to schedule Clemson again when they get in because they're not going to want to play Clemson on top of that Probably SEC not, schedule. Probably not, but I think the idea the SEC was going for was that you don't have to play other conferences That's as what much it is. anymore because yeah. you saw the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 make their little alliance thing. Yeah. I think that was kind of a rebuttal to yeah. the SEC. Well, they, yeah, and that's still, I mean, you're still going to see maybe like you know Clemson and Oregon, but that's not going to be anywhere near mm-hmm. what Georgia and Clemson no. will yeah. do. Or Ohio State and Clemson would be the best one you could yeah. find. Yeah. But yeah. will that ever happen? We don't know. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, that's we keep talking about down the line. We <laughs> we love the future, but yeah. <laughs> right now. Caleb Williams is the guy. Spencer Rattler, uh, you're losing your draft stock by the day. Yeah. So uh, maybe find a new school and hopefully you can regain. Maybe uh, I don't want to say fix your character, but at least body language. Mm-hmm. Shape I mean, the it up guy a is bit. the guy is like 19, 20 years old. So I mean, he's it's still not young. unheard of for you to yeah flip it around like it's not. But like, it does take a few years. Yeah. It's not like a one year fix like he <laughs> thought it was last year. After you, you know, maybe, you get maybe the right and, coach too. Maybe go somewhere. With yeah, them. maybe I don't. Not that I think Lincoln Riley's a back. But he's not like a hard. Yeah, I don't coach. think he is that. Like, I'm not gonna. Like, yeah, I mean he, he needs puts a, up. He with needs a, lot a Nick stuff. Saban yeah. kind of. Yeah. Good luck on a. Yeah, he's <laughs> Nick not going there. He's not there, but he needs someone like him. Yeah. All right, last game here. Stick it in the SEC. Ole Miss beats Arkansas in an absolute shootout in an awesome game, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Corral obviously played well. He had that uh, late touchdown with like a minute left. Scored way too quick. They got the ball one possession, or I'm sorry, one play in this possession, and they scored immediately. And then Arkansas comes back down with about a minute left. Scores, makes it a one-point game, has a chance to kick a field goal to send it to overtime. But Arkansas's coach, and I, we've talked about it before, mm-hmm. I like the decision of yeah. going – sorry, excuse me, going for twi- – uh, Going for two. Going for two in that spot because you're on the road. You – while it doesn't – you're not going to get momentum, but, like, do you trust your offense against Ole Miss's offense? I can't imagine myself as a Arkansas head coach trying to stop Lane Kiffin from the yeah. 30 yards in. 
It just doesn't feel possible. I mean, he's got fifty. He's got what was it, fifty-two points. You haven't stopped him all day, right? So I wouldn't and, expect I can stop him now. And not only that, but like your quarterback, who is two hundred and fifty pounds, it's just ran over everybody the entire game. I like the idea of putting it in your best player's hands yeah. and letting him try to win the game. That's that's a yeah. gutsy call, and if it works, everybody's like, "Oh, you that's know, a great call." Rule of thumb: If you're on the road, yeah, you've got road. a chance to win it in regulation. Yeah, you do it. Yeah. So I like the call. Obviously, it did not work out in their favor. Uh, Ole Miss wins forty or fifty-two, fifty-one, close game. Yeah. But Arkansas, I mean, Arkansas used to be a, a laughing stock where it was like they were off in the SEC. Like it was like every well, week was a blowout. So he's done a heck of a job. Didn't they to get, get them blasted by Western Kentucky a couple of years ago? Uh, in football, yeah. I yeah. think they. Well, this was back when Western was was this good. Was in yes, football. yes, yeah, two years uh, ago. But yeah, yeah. Uh, they did. But, and, uh, Arkansas used Bad to be just Bill. awful. So, Hitman's done a really good job. He has. It's been impressive. It's and, and say you win this overnight. game, you know, you're looking at Arkansas as a maybe top 10 team after this game or around there. Yeah. I mean, there's still a gap from them. To, obviously, we saw when they played obviously. Georgia. It's a big gap. But, but I think this game wins. tells more for Ole Miss than it does Arkansas. I think this game shows that Ole Miss isn't as close as maybe we thought they were. I think there's yeah. still that. I think they're with Arkansas. Yes. I think they're together. I but honestly I, think Kentucky's But I used to think that. I, I mean, think Kentucky, yeah, Kentucky Ole Miss, and Arkansas are in a similar yeah, group. They are. Because I used to think that Ole Miss was a little bit ahead of the Kentucky and Arkansas type. Yeah. It kind of feels like they're neck and neck now. Yeah. Um, and whether that's a discredit to Ole Miss or credit to Arkansas Kentucky, that's up to you. But yeah. it just feels like they're on the same playing field. Obviously, if Ole Miss ever plays Kentucky, which you know won't happen this year, but you would kind of see a difference uh, in playing style, but a little bit. And great defense versus a great offense. Yeah, yeah, so it wouldn't be quite be the shootout that Arkansas had. But, um, yeah, Ole Miss not as good as I thought. Um, they kind of on that, I guess, tier three because you go SEC, then you go the, the next tier of teams that are, aren't, aren't in the SEC but yeah. are still good enough to compete, and then you have the SEC second tier. Yeah. Uh, so they fall under that. But yeah. we'll move on. This next week's got two games. That's about it. It's 11 Kentucky at Georgia, number one Georgia. Nobody in this room, nobody in this world really expects Kentucky to go in there. Georgia's 22 point favorites over the 11th ranked team in the country. That's insane. That's how much they respect Kentucky. Um, But I think what, especially Kentucky fans, at least the ones I've heard of, I think they just expect you to compete if you're Kentucky. Go in there and cover the spread at this point. If you lose by under 20, you're looking at a. I, I don't want to use the term that Will loves, which is moral victories. <laughs> um, but you're playing – I mean, it's a tough Georgia team. I mean, if this team – This is – Kentucky's only their second road game of the year. And right. that, that being at number one Georgia yeah, on a Athens, Saturday on afternoon. Yeah, a 3 o'clock yeah. CBS game. College game days That they've there. never played mm. well at. It's like it's – you know, it's set up for failure. But it really will kind of show the, the grit and determination of this team. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Mark Stoops has done a great job. I really want to see – this Kentucky defense more than the offense. Obviously, Georgia's going to shut down this offense real quick. Yeah, Wanda Robinson play is not good enough from Kentucky. No, no. and really Wanda Robinson Georgia. is the only threat on this team um, on the outside. They're going to shut him down. And you can't run the ball in Georgia. They they yeah, their front seven is ridiculous. Just, yeah, so. so, really, what I'm looking forward to just seeing is is can Kentucky's defense kind of compete against whoever the quarterback may be this week? We don't know. I don't think. I mean, that would be big to see if you, if everybody's kind of thinking Georgia's going to play Alabama. I mean, Kentucky's defense might be as good as Alabama's defense this year. That's a stretch. I mean, I, I'm very <laughs> – I'm a Kentucky fan. I mean, I saw what Kentucky <laughs> did to Florida to say, yes. compared to what Alabama's defense did to Florida. Yeah, but I think Florida played – they were more ready. They were more they did, excited I, for Alabama to come into the swamp than they were to go to Lexington. They did, but I don't think it's insane. I, think I don't think the gap – from this Alabama defense and this Kentucky defense is ridiculous. I don't think it's ridiculous, but I do think it's there because I don't – one, you're talking about a road game versus a home game, and two, you're talking about time of possession. Kentucky loves to run the ball and spend 10 minutes on a drive. Now, Alabama does a little bit, but they're more explosive plays than yeah. Kentucky has. Yeah. So, for that Alabama defense, you feels like you're on the field a little bit more longer than Kentucky's uh, defense would be now. Obviously, at the end of the game, they had eight big stops. We talked about it against yeah. Florida. So, a little different. But, again, home game, road game, it's a little – plus, you're playing Alabama. You're going to play the best you can against the number one ranked team yeah, at true. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a little different. But I, 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 would I like agree to see with you. Georgia's I don't think offense, it's – Because I do think they're uh, – you know, 
I think the question with Georgia of can they win the title is what's their offense going to do? We know what their defense is. Yeah. What's their offense? And this Kentucky defense is the best one they've played. Well, and here's the problem is that um, – Maybe exception at Clemson. They didn't do anything against Clemson's defense. So, right. But then you at least see if they improved any. Well, they only scored ten points against Clemson. Yeah, so they had it's a like, six. Yeah, so, so they scored three. their offense had three points. Yeah. So, I guess we'll see one against the – I want to see the run game because Kentucky is missing two of their – Big defensive tackles who are run stoppers. They mm. just stuff the line. That's that could good. open up the lane for yeah. Georgia real quick. And if, if Georgia gets up to running the ball early, this game will be yeah. over quickly. Hey, if Georgia gets a lead and Kentucky has to throw it to catch up, yeah. it'll be over. It, it, won't be, it won't be a pretty sight for Kentucky fans. But uh, we'll have that to look forward to if you you know are a Georgia fan, I guess. And then we have number 12, Oklahoma State, who I cannot believe is number 12. I haven't heard anything about them all year, <laughs> versus – 25 Texas it's at Texas coming off a big loss like that to Oklahoma this is a game where you really want to see if your head coach responds in a way that or if your team does if your head coach you want to see if your team responds in a way that is um, I guess a good way to go in a direction the rest of the season because you could easily fall over and be like you know we lost to Oklahoma after being up 28 the rest of the season doesn't matter but yeah um, how they respond, especially against a good Oklahoma State team, could really be the difference in this Texas season. Yeah, I mean, I think Oklahoma State, they are just one of them programs that I feel like is always, like, about here, where they're always, like, ranked somewhere between 10 to, like, 25, but they're always a good a good team. Yeah. I think uh, – I do think Texas is trending the right way, but, yeah, that is interesting because that's just – I mean, it, it would just hurt. I would think still would hurt from as a Texas player even a week – just to blow that to your rival. So – would be good to see the character of their team, but I do think Texas is good, and I think they'll. I, I think they should win this game. They yeah, should. I I also have Texas, but maybe that's just because it's a home game. But yeah. I think you you have to come out early, like you did against Oklahoma. Yeah, but learn how to play with the lead and, and kind of keep it. You know, if Sarkeesian learned anything from Nick Saban, it was to not focus on the past, focus on what what's happening now. Right, and I know he wasn't there very long, but. Definitely. Like Alabama, I don't know who they play this week, but. Do they play this week? Uh, I think it's going to be bad. Yeah, but I don't think it's a good. I think it's, it's like Mississippi You got to feel sorry like for whoever ugly. they play because it's probably not going to be close. Yeah, that game. <laughs> poor Mississippi State. If that's who they play, uh, they're going to have a rough rough outing for but this week. But I think uh, Texas still, I mean, if they went out, the Big 12 doesn't have the divisions within the conference. They went out. They play Oklahoma play again. again, yep. So there's a lot of motivation with them to be like, you know, we went out, we get them again, and then we'll beat them. And I think it was three – I lose track of years now, but I think it was three years ago, Texas went 10-3 and or something that year. They played Oklahoma twice, beat them in the regular season on a field goal, and then Mm -hmm. lost to them in the Big 12 championship. So maybe you can flip the script this year. They would love that, that's for sure, because after that gut-wrenching loss, you you want a second shot, especially – Um, after being up by so much like we've talked about. We're going to switch sides, go to the NFL. We haven't talked much about NFL on this podcast so far because we've run out of time. We've seemed to love to talk about college football a lot, even when there's nothing going on like (laughs) this week. Um, So we're going to switch the side. We kind of went over the past two weeks the the landscape of the NFL, best teams, worst teams. Uh, The first week we did, you know, best best winless teams versus the best uh, undefeated teams. This week, we're just going to talk about strictly last week's games and kind of moving into next week and what the outlook for the rest of the season is. Um, so, real quick, I want to ask, what what is going on with the Kansas City Chiefs? They are a Big 12 football team in the, in the <laughs> NFL. They play no defense, and their offense scores so fast that they are, the defense is on the field the entire game. I mean, their defense looks bad again. Tyron Matthew looks angry every play because I've seen three pictures – from him looking at uh, Swanson, yeah, Swanson, yeah, and he's just holding his hands up, like yeah. what is happening on the back end of this defense? Because it feels like every team can beat this team over the top, yeah. which used to not be the case well, last even year. Even with Tyron Matthew, he's old and can't cover, yep. so like he doesn't even really like fit in a in a modern NFL. You can't put him to cover anybody. Yeah, but at least he. He's no Daniels. He's not giving up swarms and bombs. I like. mean, on this Kansas City team, yeah, he's one of the best players in your defense, which is not a good thing. Well, yeah, plus the fact that Chris Jones isn't having a good year. They have no yeah. pass rush. Their linebackers might be the worst in the league behind Philadelphia's, and I'm only saying that because I'm a fan. Um, I just And this offense doesn't feel as explosive. They're having multiple turnovers yeah. per game. Um, That's Mahomes'. 
Mahomes is eventually – it catches up with him where he does some stuff. Yeah. Some ridiculous extra stuff that he has no reason now, to be doing. And we talked about this. I I said it on we you know we have, we do Red Zone Radio. It's on it's on a Revolution ninety one seven here in Bowling Green. We I talked about how sometimes you know Mahomes is these past two seasons he's gotten kind of lucky with the fact that he's had multiple dropped interceptions that yep. have gone away that you know don't count towards an interception. But in my mind, I'm like they're there. So you're throwing yeah. at least ten picks a year. Obviously, it doesn't show up in the stat sheet, but. Those are not good throws that you can't yeah. like. Obviously, the one in five time that it works with Tyree Kill, you know, throwing a deep Big bomb play, when yeah. for no reason. But you can't do that every time. And as soon as it catches up to you, and it does, it's starting to show now. Yeah. You, it's just not a good way to to win football yeah. games. I think they're they have had a tough schedule though. I think they're more reminiscent of is it the twenty. 18, I think 2018, 2019, whatever year it was, the year before they won the Super Bowl, they lost to New England in the AFC Championship game. Right. They just didn't have that. There wasn't that extra yeah. little bit to push them over well, the edge. And that's the same year that the Rams and Chiefs had that insane game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, the regular er- everybody was looking forward to that, to the Super Bowl. And then the Super Bowl was like, 12 to 3 or 9 yeah, to 3. Yeah, it was insane because <laughs> great defense, I guess. That's yeah. what you want to call it. That <laughs> um, offense. But the Chiefs team, like, even when they're down, like, usually last year, two years ago, you know, you in your mind, you're like, well, this isn't over. Right. When this team goes down, it, it doesn't feel that way anymore. It feels like, well, this game's over. Yeah. I was watching Sunday Night Football. Buffalo Bills are up, I think. They absolutely dominate them. Buffalo them is everywhere. the team to beat. Yeah, yeah. They are. But they were up 14, and I, in my head, I'm like, this game's over. It mm. felt like it was over. And yeah. I, and it doesn't usually feel that way with Mahomes and, and this explosive offense. And so I think one thing, looking forward for the Chiefs, Mahomes has not played a road playoff game. He's had home field advantage for three years. Yep. And people are talking about this. This is the year they might not even win the like, division. He might not get one home playoff game. Like last year against Cleveland. That game's in Cleveland. Cleveland wins. I'd say I if he they, they blew out the Bills in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. But you have to go to Buffalo in, in January. January. Yeah. I mean, that's... Kansas City's cold, but Buffalo's a different breed. Well, not only that, but Arrowhead's a tough place to play. Yeah. Yeah. So... You get that advantage. Not only are you doing that, but now you're going to Buffalo with the craziest fans on this planet. Imagine how they'd feel if they were hosting the AFC Championship game in January. Good Lord. Tables will be broken every week. Every minute. Every actually. minute. They yeah, won four was. straight AFC titles. Yeah, and they the lost 90s. all four yeah. <laughs> championships. Nick Brick might not like Poor Bills that. fans, I uh. swear. <laughs> Obviously, none of us were you know alive to see that, but yeah. I'm sure these 40-year-olds that have been Bills fans for their entire lives are just begging yeah. for. Well, they got their guy now. Josh Allen, I think, is I mean, he's a top five QB. top five. Easily. Um, I mean, he's a great game manager, and he has the talent. I think, what I, you need in the I think he is. Mahomes got anointed. Because it hit it earlier, Josh Allen was very raw. Yeah. But if you tell me, if you didn't have any of the accolades and they were both coming out, Josh Allen's bigger, his arm is just as good, if yeah. not stronger. He's more yeah. athletic. He's a much better runner. I mean, I and think he looks good in shorts. So you got all five <laughs> things. That's what I've heard my entire yeah. life is that Josh Allen's he's got a strong arm and he looks good in shorts. That's that's the running <laughs> meme. But Josh but Allen, he just he's figured it out. Yeah. He's figured out the accuracy. And, you know deficiencies that he had in his first two years, yeah. and he's improved on that every year. Obviously, adding Stephon Diggs, an actual right. wide receiver, helps because Definitely. he wasn't gifted Tyreek right. Hill and Travis Kelsey right. his first year, and, or Andy Reid. Yeah, or Andy Reid. So you look at uh, Sean McDermott is a great coach, though. Yeah, um, but defensive. But guy. defensive, yeah. yeah. So now you have to find an offensive coordinator that you really mesh with. Yeah. Your first two years, you have no receivers to throw to. As yeah. soon as you get Stephon Diggs, all that changes because yeah. you finally have a guy that can create separation. So I really don't think the gap between him and Mahomes is very little. And, and I and think the Bills team is significantly better. I don't want to overreact, but I don't I'm not gonna put you know, I'm still Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the league for me, strictly because he's proven it over a longer period. Yeah. This is Josh Allen's second year right. and we're only five games in where he's played well. He had one good year so far. So I'm not gonna, you know, pump the brakes and say that, you know, Josh Allen's a better QB right now, but the trend that we are going on, mm-hmm. it kind of feels like these young QBs, they are just dominating right. in this league. I mean, you have seven or eight guys that could be MVP candidates next year. Yep. It's insane to me. Like, Justin Herbert is playing out of his mind. Right. We'll talk about the Chargers later. He's ridiculous. But, like, it just it's a whole new era of, of QBs and football. 
after all these old heads leave, and most of them are already gone. So yeah. it's time for the young ones to come in. The NFL's in a good place, definitely, because they're exciting and they're good. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to worry about the – I remember like five years ago, the guys were watching you back. When Drew Brees leaves and Peyton Manning leaves and Brady leaves and, you know, like, what are we going to do? If Eli yeah. leaves, like, what are we going to watch? Somebody, Romo leaves, and now it's like, oh, we'll be fine. is going to come back yeah. up. You, yeah. That's how it always works. Just like just like right now, there's so many good QBs, and yet so many teams need a quarterback. That's mm-hmm. just how the NFL works. There's yeah. always going to be the next guy up, and there's always going to be a team that needs a quarterback. So uh, that's just where we are. I want to talk about this trade because we didn't get to really delve into it last week. I don't think we actually mentioned it at all. Mm-hmm. Panthers trade a sixth-round pick for former Defensive Player of the Year last year, Stephon Gilmore. Now, he is hurt right now. Mm-hmm. He's coming out of – Can't I- be back till week seven. He's on the pup list. Yeah, he's on IR, at least was earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting trade for the Panthers because the, the Patriots were actually about to release him, and it yeah. came out that they released him. And if you're the Panthers, you think, well, I can give them anything, and they'll take it because it's more than what they're going to get if they release him. Yeah. And they did that. They gave him a six-round pick. The Panthers pick. can eat his salary, which is a big thing. A lot of teams could not do. Right. They have the cap space. Like, you know, Kansas City wanted him, but they can't eat his salary. Right. If they make a trade, you have to keep the original salary. If they were cut him, then you can sign him for whatever. But, but And I don't think Stephon Gilmore was going to take a you know a vet minimum to go sign with the Chiefs. Maybe he would have, but <laughs> yeah. um, we don't know. And we won't find out because the Panthers got him. And they've really bulked up this secondary. Obviously, J.C. Horn going out for the year is not you yeah. know ideal. Um, Max over here, he's a Panthers fan, so yeah. he's you know reminiscing already. <laughs> yeah. But they went and traded for um, C.J. Henderson, who right. was a first-round pick two years ago. I mean, the guy has not yet proved himself, but he still has time. I mean, he's yeah. 23 years old probably. Yeah. Um, Cornerback really, out of Florida. So. Yeah. They're being extremely aggressive. I think that – I mean, that's what wins. And they went and got Darnold for a second. Didn't play great this week. If Darnold doesn't work out, they'll be in the Deshaun Watson trade talk. They are extremely aggressive. They got that, or you know, who what, what first round QB could be falling the next yeah. year, or you know, the end of this. I mean, they're going to be aggressive since they got their. Uh, you know, David Tapper bought the team like four years ago, and he's a stock trader. That's how he made all his money. He's the richest NFL owner by a lot. He even more than Jerry Jones. So I he will this. spend I didn't know that ridiculous <laughs> money. He just wants a winner. That's all he wants, and that. See, that's the kind of guy I want. Yeah. I want that yeah. guy on my team. Our owner's 117 years old in Virginia McCaskey, but who's our? The Bears. Oh, the Bears. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. Some of those older guys just refuse to spend money, and it's it's kind of funny. Jerry Jones loves throwing it out, but he you know doesn't have enough to be. He's paying people out of pocket by now because yeah, the Cowboys exactly. are so over cap. Yeah. Um, but we'll move on. Stephon Gilmore, obviously, he's going to help. You know shape those young guys hopefully give them a little bit right that that's kind of what even i if, thought yeah even if he's he'll give it'll give him probably two more years maybe he is old but if he gets cj henderson and jc horn a couple things yeah it was I worth mean, the deal especially for, sure. for that cj because you get yeah, him what, a, a third round, round pick, pick yeah six the, round next year 2023 yeah. not even this year for stefan gilmore for Stephon what was gilmore. the cj henderson trade a third next year yeah and and, then, and a six but you got like a and full, dan a arnold back yeah and dan arnold. arnold yeah um but, yeah, so good good moves for the Panthers, even though they still lose to a bad Eagles team, which I'm still upset about. <laughs> um, games from last week, we have the Rams. They beat the Seahawks 26-17. But the main story here is Russell Wilson's out for about a month and a half, four to six weeks probably, um, with a, I believe it was a broken or dislocated finger. Mm-hmm. Looked ugly, couldn't throw the ball. Um, Aaron Donald just destroyed that Seahawks offensive line. What does this mean for the Seahawks? They are... They're done. That's it. I know they're done, but like <laughs> fourth place. Are, is this time to blow it up and trade Russell Wilson in the offseason like they thought I, they were going to? I two, think three Russell years Wilson's ago. a yeah. top five quarterback. I would never Easily. argue to trade a top five quarterback no matter what. But you cannot build around this team anymore. They have it's like they have deleted all their picks. They don't have any money. They gave away two picks for a safety that for a safety. A two first round picks for a safety that can't cover. Or just a safety in general. No safety is worth two first round picks. Yeah, they are. I, I mean, the the one thing that I, big Russell Wilson fan, but everybody can see Seattle is a dumpster fire. They are the they are horrible, and they they'll just, see it this week. They just this, have Russell Wilson, which yeah. has made him look. I mean, if I was Russell Wilson, I'd want out. If I was Seattle, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade him unless I absolutely had to, because you're not finding another Russell Wilson. 
No. You're not, but the problem is, is that you cannot build around this team. You can't build around him anymore. No. He's, he's, he's almost 30. Too old. He might be 30 already. He is 30. I and, think. you know, you're looking at a four- or five-year plan here because yeah. you have no offensive line. You don't have a yeah. defense anymore. There's no Legion of Boom still there. They're all retired or gone. Richard Sherman's in the dust, and he's the only one left. Yeah, you, you can't. But, I mean, before he gets hurt, what I think Seattle can make the playoffs, yeah. So yeah, but I at think that point, what are you doing? Enough, at that point, you're going for a 26th pick in the draft, which will get you what you do anyway, which is reach for third-round guys. This could mm. be a blessing in disguise for that organization. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, end, Geno Smith we'll might see. ball out all, for all we know. <laughs> um, he's going to be taking over for, for Russell in the next few weeks. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But I can't imagine it going any better than I think it will. Mm-hmm. Next division. game here, uh, Eagles versus Panthers. Eagles win 21-18. Mac, what happened here? What happened was I think the Panthers, I don't know, they started 3-0, and and I think they got a little big-headed. They even played Dallas fairly close. They got blown out in the third quarter, but they played good. They were beating them at halftime. They were like, McCaffrey's been practicing all week, looks good, and they were like, oh, we'll sit him out. We don't need him against the Eagles. They can't say this, but Shaq Thompson played the finish the game against Dallas. They're like, oh, we'll sit him out against the Eagles. So I think they – rested some guys and Darnold played his worth game as a Panther by far yeah he looked like the old Sam yeah. Darnold now, back then. The, the offensive line is atrocious for Carolina it's I think it's ranked like 30th it is very bad it's so not great Darnold was getting hit a lot the Eagles D line is good which made it a problem yeah uh but I mean Carolina they're not they could make the playoffs I think they I think they can definitely workable schedule yeah but I mean they are another year away they got to get O lineman and they've got to just be healthy. And they also, you know, they're in the tough division. They still have the Saints who will probably even out with mm-hmm. the Panthers, and they'll probably be a game or two behind yeah. maybe. Um, and obviously the Bucks, Bucks So you're pretty much playing for a wild card. Right. So you're hoping that you're that second team in, but, you know, the NFC, you never know. Yeah. Um, for the Eagles' perspective, it's just it's weird to me that, you know, they have so many deficiencies on defense, and the one good thing dominated, yeah. and that's the defensive line. This secondary is notoriously bad for giving up 500 yards per game because they get beat over the top constantly, yeah. and they had three picks against Sam Darnold right. this game. And you credit that to the defensive line because it, it makes they Sam – They couldn't have time for anybody to get over the top. Yeah, Darnold has rushes, throws, and he's you know, trying Running to throw – for his life. Yeah, his, Darius yeah. Slay had two picks. Obviously, Darius Slay is the best uh, – sorry. What am I trying to say? Best uh, defensive secondary back on, yeah, yeah, on their team. player on the team. But it just didn't feel uh, like – Sam Darnold was the first three weeks, um, yeah. so I don't know. If be big for him this week. They play the Vikings, so we'll see if Darnold. That's a decent team. Darnold's right. got to have a bounce back. Now, I mean, it, it's the NFL. It's not college, so you lose a game. You know, it. You know, it's not like nothing's wrecked losing one game. Right. So you know, if, as long as he bounces back and looks all right, he'll be fine. Any given Sunday, but, uh, which is why Jalen Hurts still wins games. It still yeah. baffles me that he's a quarterback. <laughs> um, while I do root for him, and I, I want the Eagles to win, obviously. It's just hard watching the Eagles play with him in quarterback. Quez Watkins, wide open down the field, doesn't even see him because he's mm-hmm. running out of the pocket. It happens every week, and it's annoying. And I'm about done with it, so I'm ready for uh, one of these first-round picks to get to get this next year to get a quarterback, who is not Spencer Rattler, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we'll move on, though. Packers barely beat the Bengals after a ridiculous game that, you know, there was four missed field goals at the yeah. end there. Basically, we'll, we'll kind of break it down here. So, what from what I remember, Bengals had the ball in the fourth quarter with about a minute. I was thinking that didn't um, Crosby Crosby missed it. Crosby at, at missed the end of a the game. field goal. No, he missed one before that, uh-huh. and then McPherson missed one. To, to, that to was win where the game. you picked up. Okay, so Crosby left. missed. Well, Crosby also missed an extra point yeah. way early in the game, like the second quarter. Yeah, yeah. So not only that, but then you have Crosby missing a potential game-winning field goal, and then the Bengals drive down the field, and McPherson misses a 57. I mean, he n- narrowly, nearly, missed, nearly yeah. made it. He thought it. he got it for a second. Well, that was the second one. That was the second one, yeah. That was the second one. That was the 49 one. He missed the 57 to win the game. It's too many. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's hard to keep up. <laughs> then in overtime. So now you're in overtime. Mason Crosby misses the first one yep. that he gets. And now you're looking at it like, well, do I trust my kicker anymore? Yeah. Well, the Bengals do because they go down the field, run the ball three straight times at the 40, and give a 49-yard field goal for McPherson. He clips the top of the flag, which yeah. he can never hit again in his life if no. he wanted to. And he thinks he makes it. He's jumping in the arms of everybody else. Is like, what are you doing? Yeah. Rodgers <laughs> is celebrating because he's like, I get one more shot. 
they finally get down the field. Mason Crosby finally hits a field goal. They win 25-22. But other than the, the missed kicks and the, and the bad field goal kicking, this Packers team, I don't know if it's that or if it's this Bengals team looks better. It's a mix. I think, I think the Packers are good. It was an outlier week one, obviously. Uh, they're a good team. I think the Bengals are significantly improved. Yeah. I – I think Burrow reminds me a lot, and I've said this before, of like a Romo, where it's like, I don't know what I get from him. Well, he sometimes is like, that is a Justin Herbert. Like, that is a, that is a, one of the best young quarterbacks in the game. And sometimes, like the Bears, he throws three, three straight interceptions. Yeah. And then he throws, and they said he ran the wrong route. But Burrow threw it, saw he wasn't there, and yeah. still threw it. Yeah, he still so threw it. So sometimes he does stuff where it's like, well, not only that, doing? but he also doesn't slide. He just yeah. takes, he yeah. eats hits for no reason. You are a, you just tore your ACL last year because the offensive line couldn't block. Yeah. Now you're taking hits, unnecessary hits. Even Rodgers talked to him after the game. He's like, you have a long career here if you slide. He got a throat contusion because, well, I don't know which play this was. I didn't yeah. see it. Yeah. Apparently there was a dirty I hit. I tried to look. I tried to look it up, but it was a mess. He's um, got hit so much. I don't even know which one it was. Yeah. So like. Just take what you can get and quit trying to play hero ball. But it's also very Romo-ish. I'm telling you, I think he wears nine. I just see (laughs) Romo when I look at him. Romo got hurt all the time, too, and ran like that. He is a little bit more athletic than Romo. Romo is a little little more pocket passer. But he does have that, I feel, that he's that next tier. He's not in the Herbert, Mahomes, Allen talk, but he's he's also not not, Tyrod Taylor. When he's playing his games, it's like, wow, he played Pittsburgh last week. Looked great. Yeah, Pittsburgh's and I picked the Bengals because I was like, I think Burrow <laughs> threw the three picks against the Bears, and I was like, well, Burrow next week will play out of his mind, right? And he did, and then but against the Bears, it was like he'll beat the Bears, I mean, it's the Bears, and then he throws three straight interceptions. Well, and the Bears like, defense is good, but not good enough to throw three I think straight. Three I think picks one, in a row. at least yeah. one of those picks was it wasn't on him. It was but three of them. But that beat. yeah, I mean the other two were oh definitely <laughs> and Roquan yeah. took one Smith, back. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, who was a great linebacker, but yeah. you know you know who he is. You cannot throw the ball exactly in the middle like that. Yeah. Uh, so that's on him. But he's got to learn from that, and he probably will. And the thing about him though is he is he's only in his second year, so you want to be like he's a young guy, but he's not because he was in college for five years. Yeah, this guy's old. He's twenty. He's, he's two years older than Darnold. He's older than Lamar. And and Donald's been the year earlier longer. So. Yeah. So, I mean, this guy, like, he he's older than, like, Watson. He's older than, like, all these guys that you would say they're better than him. So, it's like, well, clearly. Yeah. So, it's like the young card, it it works for him, the inexperienced, but he's not that young. He's – while he's not young, he is – He's inexperienced. He's yeah, inexperienced because yeah. it is – you know, he played half of a year last yeah. year, and he's in his – he hasn't even got a whole year yet no. of, of football games. But he's got he's to catch up fast because he doesn't have – He the, does. Wait till I'm 25 to figure it out. It's like, dude, you're already 24. Like, you know, you're yeah. 25 next year. You're, you're, yeah, you're gonna be 26 before you can even make the playoff. Yeah. Well, they might make it this year, but before you actually like compete with the playoffs, yeah. so get a team that, you'll be almost a yeah. 30 before you even get there. So yeah. you better figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll move on here. Lions lose another heartbreaker against the Vikings. Just a ridiculous game again. I don't even know what to say for the Lions other than I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, I almost root for them now yeah, because literally. I feel bad. Yeah. That's three straight, maybe not straight, but that's three out of the five games where they somebody other team has won on a game-winning field goal with no time and left. this isn't yeah. just a this-year thing. No, this no, this is, is... This is how the Lions have been for the last three Yeah, I mean, they've years. had no good-looking future ever. I mean, yeah. ever since Calvin left, it's been, well, time to rebuild, and they just haven't. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I'm sorry. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they're getting better. They're competing. They're not winning, but they're competing. So they're playing yeah. hard at least. Dan Campbell is a great He is coach an odd guy, and I, I thought it wouldn't work. But for that, yeah, he's getting them fired up, and he cares. So That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, Dolphins look bad. They're 1-4. Now you're looking at the trade that the Eagles made last year during the draft, going from 6-12 to 12 and still grabbing a receiver that they wanted. You move up to six, you give up your first-round pick this year to grab Waddle, and then you don't even use him in the correct way. <laughs> Jalen Waddle, Waddle is, in my opinion, was the best receiver coming out of this class. Yeah, Jace, Chase has played well. He's been the best rookie so far. But Waddle is just being misused. Yeah. Like, you cannot well, he throw. He has no, no quarterback. He doesn't, and, and I don't think Tua would be that much better. No. But the Dolphins, one and four. Philadelphia gets their pick. Doesn't matter, you know, who plays what. They also have stopped playing defense. They had a great defense last year, and this year they just stopped playing defense. Yeah, I don't, I think I don't they know, know they're bad happened. and they've quit. Or Flores I mean, isn't the guy yeah, that we thought he was. I mean, I think the Deshaun trade would be looking for them. 
They have, but I mean, that, that, I mean, I think at that point, it's just it's like, going to be next year. I mean, it's not going to be this year, right? But I think for them, that's because I don't think they're going to be bad enough, and also I wouldn't like any of these quarterbacks enough because they're ready to win now. They have the defense, hadn't been playing, but they can, they'll have it. They just need a quarterback, so that would be the trade. I think they'll have to look at in the off season. Yeah, they'll need it because uh, I don't know what you're going to give up. Cause you don't have a first round pick this year, but you're going to have to give up futures, I guess. Yeah. Um. Couple more here. The Bears beat the Raiders twenty to nine in an odd game. The Raiders did not look like themselves. Uh, Fields obviously is the guy we kind of knew that going in, but you know Matt Nagy likes to play with us for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> then the Raiders lose Gruden, and obviously we won't get into um, the details, but you know that's a big loss for this team because it's a surprise. I thought it's a ten-year contract that now you have to find somebody else to come in and immediately take over for this season. And try to get this. This is a and playoff. They weren't even in a yeah. bad spot. This is a playoff no. kind of team. Three and two. Yeah. So you're and fine. you start out three and zero. Oh. Yeah. So you're looking at playoff hopes, and then you have these two duds of a of a week, and then you lose your coach. It's it's kind of going in a weird direction the for the Raiders. Yeah. Um, and we'll see how that pans out, but they also just, their division is not easy. No. Yeah, and that's I'm, what the problem is. I mean, like you cannot give up games to the Bears like this when you got the Chargers if you expect and the to Chiefs. At least I mean, you, it's hard to finish third and make the playoffs. And the Broncos are a, and the Broncos a good are there team. too, and they're the same record as the Raiders yeah. now. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. like, yeah. what are you going to do? Um, but speaking of the Chargers, they went in the shootout against the Browns, and what was the best game this weekend? Yeah, forty-seven to forty-two, and Herbert is that guy. He is. I would I would almost put him in a top five conversation right now, and have to go through it in my head because, but, for being so young, he's a yeah. second year guy. You finally get a offensive line and Rashawn Slater, who was yeah. dominated as and a rookie. And they went and got the uh, best center from Green Bay in the free agency. Yes. Uh, it starts with an L. Yeah. I know it does. So they went and got him. Lindsey, so maybe? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think it so. sounds right. I think so. And they went and, uh, yes, they beefed up their line. They knew it was wrong. The only went thing they're missing is a fan base. Yeah, literally. They play <laughs> yeah. every, every game's a road game. Every game is a road game. And that's, but San Diego. Herbert has that mentality where he, yeah. he's like, I like it like that because – it gives me an edge that, you know, I wouldn't have before. But yeah. what I what I like to think about because I saw this on on uh, social media today that there was an interview with Slater, and in the game, it wasn't an interview with Slater. It was an interview with the Chargers uh, running back Austin Eckler, and Eckler said that Slater came up to him and said, "Stop chopping at Miles Garrett because I want to block him one on one." From a rookie, yeah, the best one of the best edge rushers in this league is. Probably going to dominate every tackle, and that's a true one. That's not a. I mean, Von Miller's a great one, but he's only going to beat you with speed. He's not going to run Slater over. Right. Miles Garrett's going to run you over, and then run or around run you. around you. He can do it all. <laughs> and Slater and, and Miles Garrett even said it after the game, he was like, "I I love that kid's game." Yeah. Because he knows that he will take anybody one on one. He did it at, in, at Northwestern versus Chase Young. He blocked Chase Young one on one in college, which was unheard of. Yeah. To do that against Miles Garrett in the NFL, just keep doing it. It's yeah. insane to me. And that's why the Bengals should have drafted him. Oh. Yeah. Uh, somebody's going to get mad about that. <laughs> Wonder who. Carolina should have took him, too. I've been good at that. Yeah, I mean, it really like should have been, been before Sewell. And I, I know the, the generational talent of Sewell, whatever. Slater's ready right now. Yeah. And that's how it should have been. Well, that's, that's, he, that's why he steal. fits good with the Chargers. They're, they're ready to win now, and he's ready now. Yeah, but. they got to steal. Last game here, and we'll kind of wrap it up. Bills beat the Chiefs. We kind of talked about it a little bit, um, but – I, this, you talked about it. This Bills team, you think they're the team to beat in the AFC? Yeah. No doubt? They have an easy division. This so far, I don't think they're going to be this challenged. This far in the season, yes. I, I, as of right now, yes. That might change, yeah. but right now, yes. Well, and without a doubt, they're getting home field. I mean, they're getting they're going to win their division, so they're at least getting a game. Well, and that's why and these also, early, early games have mattered so much for the Chiefs because they've played – you know, three teams that are going to be in the playoffs yep. yeah. in the Browns, the, the Chargers, and the – have they played Ravens. the Browns? There was somebody else. Ravens. Ravens. And then the uh, Bills. So it's like you lose all those games. You now lost home field advantage for good. Yeah. Now it's up to the Bills to keep that home field by winning the yeah. division. Well, Josh Allen's got that thing going that Brady did. When when Brady was in when, – when all those divisions, because the Jets were horrible, the Bills yeah. were horrible, and the Dolphins were horrible. So now Josh Allen has it where the Patriots are – yeah, and they're not good. Yeah, the Jets are, are the Jets, and the Dolphins are a mess. Jets so, are gonna Jets. So. so I mean, he's got it set up too, or he can. That's six wins. Yeah, just put them in, and then you know. And but you can't. Lamar's mess up. not getting six wins in his division. I mean, Absolutely good. not. Her, you know, Herbert or Mahomes aren't getting six wins, so that's significant. To if help Herbert you get home gets field. six wins, 
I'll be astonished yeah. that you can beat, you know, Denver, Oakland, because, and Because, I mean, Kansas Oakland City. even played them close. But yeah. nobody's going to play the Bills close in that. Not from no. that division, no. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on to this week's games. We have Packers versus Bears, which is obviously a rivalry. Um, Will, what are you looking out of the Bears for? Is it in Chicago game? or is it in Green It's in Bay? Chicago, but not that that matters much. <laughs> it helps a little bit because, um, I don't know, we can't win at Lambeau. But um, – I don't know. I'd look for Fields to be comfortable. Okay. Because he looked comfortable on Sunday. If he stays upright, I think he will be comfortable. And that's, that was – But that's the Because, like, against Cleveland, that was yeah. just – I mean, everything went wrong. Well, they the fact that Cleveland's wrong. defense is the yeah. first defense you yeah, play in your NFL career, yeah. that's ridiculous. And against Cincinnati, I think he got, like, three or four false starts. The quarterback did. Yeah. So, I mean – Which is impressive, honestly. Exactly. He was um, – so, just for him to be comfortable, I don't expect to win this game at all. But – That's fair. Yeah, just, I'm just trying some to think the pass rushing. I guess they have Zaire Smith for the Packers. Yeah, they have their Smith Bird. So too. that's that's the uh, yeah, and then yeah, that's that's the pat. I'm trying to think of the Bears line. He should be all right though, because it's not like a ridiculous defensive front. That the problem is him. they don't have a running back anymore because Montgomery's no. hurt. So then you're going to rely on strictly passing and hopefully you know Darnell Moody. Well, I will. think Justin Fields will be a big part of the, the, yeah, the running back. Yeah, he will. Back. That is true. That is true. Hopefully Matt Nagy will have a great game plan coming out for this yeah. game. <laughs> Who knows? Um, Vikings versus Panthers, Mac. I mean, this is – hate to call the season early, but this is big because this is one of them teams that it's like you you, you got to win them. you yeah. got to beat the Eagles. The they win. didn't. But, I mean, you you can't mess up these kind of games. He's got to get it. Sam's back. I mean, Sam has to have a bounce back because if he drops his head, and it's, then the whole season's over, and he'll be gone too. Yeah. I think uh, I think he will. McCaffrey they'll, should play. Well, and I, I do uh, think that, obviously, with McCaffrey being back, I do think that teams like this are ones to, to show that you're in the playoff yeah. caliber yeah. realm. Yeah, you can't lose these. I mean, this is you, – if you want to make the playoffs, you got to beat the Vikings. And this is home. why the Vikings are never in that playoff caliber <laughs> realm because they always lose to teams like the Panthers yeah. uh, or the Eagles. Um, Seahawks versus Steelers, obviously, this well, is not a great game. Barnburn. Yeah, just great. Well, that's a really Geno shame. Geno Smith versus – That's a real shame. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger. Philip Rivers. Yeah, I almost said that. Um, this is really going to be a decent game, and now it's just like, well, Geno Smith. So I mean, yeah. So Steelers. obviously, but like the fact that we're putting this in there shows Najee how bad Harris. the Steelers are. Yeah. Because there's a chance that the Seahawks could win, just because the Steelers yeah. are that bad. I think uh, low scoring Steelers. This is the kind of teams the Steelers love to get though, where you're like, yeah. they can't really score. We can't really score. Our defense is better than yours. So let's just. Yeah. Plus, I think the Seahawks game. are kind of giving up on the year after this, yeah. after yeah. Wilson goes down. So, maybe not as good as a game as I thought. But Chargers versus Ravens, Ooh, this wow. is these next two games are the games to watch out for. Chargers yeah. versus Ravens. Herbert Great versus game. Jackson, who have been the best two quarterbacks in, in the AFC so far. Yeah. What are you looking for? Especially from that Ravens team. Shootout. <laughs> really? I mean. I, see, I expect the Ravens defense to play decent. I, I don't they look Although, that's terrible. About the Browns they look terrible on Monday night. Then again, they did. maybe Wentz finally started to figure it out. I'm sorry, Jonathan Taylor. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm just kidding. They Wentz does look good, but you know, the, the Colts are just. I just don't know. They've had a really hard schedule. They're not. Lamar they're Jackson's not one and the four. reason they're Baltimore not a one and four. Team. No, I know that. No, but no, they they've they had definitely, a brutal schedule. They definitely need to pick it up. Because but the thing is, they can win their division. They can, yeah. Because that division's Titans. the worst division in football. Yeah. I don't know. The NFC East is still knock on the door. True. Um, All right, but uh, the the Chargers, I mean, I think uh, Herbert, it's like, I would say he's already won so many, I mean, impressive games. So yeah. it's like, they could. if he gets another one, that'd be him. great. But, like, I kind of want to see more Lamar win this game. Yeah. I mean, he did beat Kansas City this year, which was huge, but Kansas City's down. They also fumbled the ball. Yeah, like, yeah but I haven't seen Lamar really win a game. Monday night, he won that game. Yeah, he but, he, the but he reason beat, they he beat won. Carson Wentz, which I want to see him beat. But a he top. beat a good Colts defense. I mean, I, and he, and he, he didn't do well. it over time, uh, but he I'm, did it in a short amount of time. And I'm a big Lamar Jackson see, not guy. Uh, yeah, but. I'm a big not. My problem with Lamar is I think he needs to beat these – Young, these elite, these young, talented quarterbacks that he's gonna be battling with. Yeah, for the I next. I mean, he did beat Mahomes this once, but Mahomes years. has owned him. It's been he hideous. doesn't have the arm talent that Herbert has. Not at all. But Mahomes, the comparison, Mahomes has the weapons. Jackson never did. But I mean, Andrews is a good receiver. Lamar never. But he's not Kelsey. Lamar never needed to have the arm talent. He needed. No. 
some accuracy, all mm-hmm. in, a little bit of accuracy, yeah. and he'd be fine because he can run. Oh, he can run around anybody. Yeah. He's the fastest guy in the league behind you know Tyreek uh, and a few people. Oh I mean, yeah, anyway, he wants to do it. I just want to see him beat these teams. I don't care what he does. He can throw for forty yards. He just want. I just want him to win the game. Yeah, I, I mean, want to see him beat these young quarterbacks. So, so that, I think this is a big game or for more bigger game for him. Yeah. Then I would see expect because I think I know what I got out of Herbert. Yeah. I, already, I would like to see if Lamar can take another young quarterback that they're going to be dueling for probably the decade. Yeah. And just see and how there'll be a lot fare. of those for yeah. these next, you know, those young QBs. But speaking of young QBs, we have one more here. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals take on the Cleveland Browns. 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 You're taking the Browns. Yeah. Okay. I I don't mind that pick because I think Cle- I think Arizona's played. I think it'll be close, but over their potential. But I think the Browns will show that hey, we're still competing with one of the best teams in the league, and yeah. we're a playoff team. Had I think Arizona, they'll win that division easily. Shoot, Browns have had a tough schedule. Had too, Arizona man. had a loss, I would maybe take them. But the fact they haven't lost yet, yeah, this is and this is a really good. Cleveland I mean, I think team. Uh, I think Baker is significantly worse than Kyler, and I don't think that's oh that, well, I, yeah, I but think I think that's that defense will keep him. But contained. yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I think it being in Cleveland, they'll run the ball. I think a lot of this game is going to go is if the Cardinals get a lead, Baker is a different quarterback when he's trailing. When he can front run or just back and forth and can play action, if the Cardinals can get up on them, I like them a lot. Yeah. If they can score and make Baker throw and kind of limit Chubb and Hunt. But if if the Browns are in this game the whole time or they lead it, I it'll be tough for Arizona just because of and They're, the defense is is the pass rush will be a problem. I almost yeah. said San Diego, but the Chargers would. The, I mean, the Browns have held teams to low scoring games this yeah. year, right? That just shows other how good the Chargers one. are, better than yeah, the Browns' yeah. defense being bad. So right. it'll be an interesting week, especially for those last two games. But uh, that's all the time we have for today. We've kind of gone over an hour now. We uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Obviously, if you want to give us a, a nice follow on Twitter, um, again it's at pod atb underscore if you haven't learned it by now you're not going to so go follow that <laughs> hopefully next week we'll have Caden back so we can argue a little bit more because he loves to throw out bad takes um but for myself ryan gooden sitting alongside matt grisano and will gerber until next week take it easy <laughs>